Welcome to the family with Alex Brant-Bernard Rasmussen, co-host Catherine Brandt, Andy Brant-Bernard, and Mike Bryant. Hey, we got the whole crew here. There's no question about it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we just need to talk a little, a little bit. We have a, good, a special guest coming up in about 13 minutes. Mm-hmm. Matt Frazier will be. He's what the leading psychic in the world. What is he? America's top psychic top medium. Psychic medium. Oh, I thought you said comedian. I'm like psychic nope. comedians. Medium. You're not funny in There's the least. Not a lot of those. <laughs> tell us a joke. Yeah, tell us a joke. That's what we need to hear. Anyway, we've been sitting around talking about this. We have the um, the morning show that I'm doing with Hubbard now from from seven to ten, and Tevin comes in on Wednesdays to do that. Mike Gelfand comes in on Thursdays to do that, and then we all three have to sit around for an hour while they you know waiting for the show to start. So we're going to move it starting next week, not this week. We're going to move the startup time back to ten fifteen. It'll go from 10.15 to 11.15 because we're going to add re-add Friday to the show. So even the show is going to be 15, 20 minutes shorter every day. We're going to add Fridays, so we'll make up that time on Friday. So uh, Monday, May 8th. Monday, yes. May 8th. We'll be on from 10.15 to 11.15, but we'll be on five days a week instead of just four. And it'll be better for the people that are on the morning show going to this show because it wouldn't have to wait around for an hour it just wasn't timing out all that great. Like Gelfand, I know it's hard to believe, was in a horrible mood. But, you know. <laughs> How'd you know? Yeah, how would I know if Gelfand's yeah. in a... But, yeah, it's going to be much a much better flow. It's going to be a nice situation um, for, like I said, we hop off, take a break for 15 minutes, hop right back on. It'll be wonderful. No question about it. So anything else you guys want to add to that? I'm just text or emailing our booker so he knows what's going on. All right. I like it. Works for me. Well, it's got to be good for you guys. You get out of here by 11.15 every day, you'd be good oh, to go. It's going to be fabulous for the summer, especially. That's what I'm saying. You actually have an afternoon. So you both were crabby when you got here, but now you're not anymore. Crabby apple time. Oh, okay. I would put that on you. No. Yeah, you come in drill sergeant yelling, and then when we I ask a question, at it's like Jesus Christ. Well, did I do that? I'm, I'm not doing Oh, he's staying out of it. So, in other words, yes. Whenever men no. support each other, no. yes. I just watched the back and forth between oh. the two sides here. He's disinterested know? legal counsel. That's no, yeah, I just, that's what yes, party. exactly. Uh, Alex had her points and. You had yours, and but don't. don't you think it's better for them to, if they're I think here it's anyway? I think the idea <laughs> See, of the, there you go. On with the show in any manner in any way that works for everybody is wonderful. And don't you think it'd be better to get off at eleven fifteen instead of twelve thirty? Well, I, that's a big difference for well, it. It makes it easier for some people. Correct. Like me, is that no, what you're trying? It easier to for you. you know? Yeah, it's a very long and day, and you know. and these are discussions that we had about the amount of time that you were gonna have after. And right at one point, you had hit the point where you'd have to change it, and you did. So, no, and, and that's exactly good. right. We've been talking about this for quite some time. We have actually. been, yes. Uh, and re-adding Friday instead of doing an hour and a half show every day, I think, is a really good move. So Friday will be its own show, and it makes up for basically the whole four days anyway. Remember when we were doing five days a week, three hours a day? I do remember that. I'm still doing that on the morning show. That was a lot of podcast. Mm-hmm. 
It was a lot of podcasts. The morning show is a lot of podcasts, no doubt about it. It's always my favorite when you complain about movies being too long, and then you go on for seven hours a day. <laughs> I know, and I'm trying to get away from that now. That's exactly what I'm talking Rules about. Rules for thee, not for me. <laughs> oh, geez, it's going to be nothing but negativity now for no. the next month. You're looking good in that in that purple hat. I like the purple hat. Yeah. Stouts on. You ever been in Stouts Island? I have not. The boy needs to tune it up a little bit. He needs a few mm. repairs over there. Yeah. It's a beautiful place to That's stay. That's what you said. It's a it's really cool island. It's a, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's an old lodge. Yeah. Um, and it was like some timber baron. It was a timber baron yeah, a years and ago. from Chicago or something like that. And then um, it's a little odd. There's like every single cap cabin is sort of like a house. Some of them are like a house. Some of them are like yeah. a house. Yep quad situation they're all different well they were basically houses made for his family members and they'd each had their own cabin so it's like his son had a cabin his wife had a cabin yeah and they were all like fully furnished houses right. and then they went in and basically portioned them out into like duplexes and yeah and there's only two um i would say original structures the lodge which is really cool it's it a is, timber yeah. lodge it is really nice and then there's another Lodge that nobody's been, and I think that's reserved for the owner's family. I think they spend. Oh, the one down whenever, there on the yeah. Yeah. Down onto the yeah. Left it's probably a front. bunch of bunch of rooms in that. And for people listening at home, this is in Wisconsin, correct? It is in Wisconsin. Yeah, about red. A, red zone. Red. Oh my Virtual. god. Virtual. Red Cedar Lake. Is it Red Cedar Lake? Is I think that it's what it Red is? Cedar yeah. Lake. You guys went there last summer, if I remember. Yep. So We've Red gone Cedar there Lake twice, but it really oh, does need some. <laughs> I mean, it's really fun. There's games, and there's a nice fire pit. Food's really and good. It's really beautiful mm-hmm. there. The food is great. Um, it just needs, you know, like the kayaks are broken. Mm-hmm. This, you know, just stuff like that. Mm-hmm. we got to put some money into it because it's a great place to stay. Yeah. It's all really private. The kids have a great time because they can just run amok. Yeah, they can literally get out there and run around. Because there's the no way they can't get off. Yeah, <laughs> can't leave. They cannot. I mean, a good example. We're gonna. I think uh, was it Fawn and Sage and Dan that wanted to take a canoe out. Oh yeah, we yeah. all took. We a, all took we kayaks. Kayak. And oh kayaks, yeah. We went out kayaking. But there were like boards missing on the dock. You yeah. Know, some little kids stuff run, where, you know, like yes. that. Stuff like that. Yeah, stuff yeah. people could get hurt on. Yep. Yeah. So there'll be no more of that. Get it straightened away before but, I have to come uh, yeah. over there. Um, Sage got in the kayak with what? Was it Dan or you? And then when we got in the kayak, you know, they sink down a little bit because mm-hmm. the kayaks are closer to the water. Sure. So he, <laughs> they start paddling. And Sage is, I cannot. I cannot. Oh, yeah. I cannot. <laughs> no. He was afraid. No, he, was, he thought the boat was going under. Oh, and, oh it all started because there was a giant spider in one of them. Yeah, there was a big, one of those oh. big water Which bugs. Which Alex was like, la da you know. and he Oh, well, water bugs out. aren't even spiders. Well, no. they're, but they're still big and giant. They've got lots of legs. And, you know, yeah, they're they look... creepy. They're creepy. Oh, my gosh. Dan just saw a high-speed pursuit in Shakopee. Two cops chasing a woman in a blue car with a blown tire going 70 miles oh, per hour on the road next to Home a blown, Depot. A blown tire flip? going 70 with a blown tire? Wow. On a, on a side good. road that, in front of Home Depot. That's not going to go on for very long. No. <laughs> no. So. That might shred rather quickly. Oh, that'll yeah. shred. You'll get down to that rim and then, oh yeah. Gosh. No. You Dramatic. can't keep going 70 at that with that. No. No. Who, didn't Intense. you tell a story about guys driving by with rims? Yeah, it was, it was like seven Native Americans that lived in my neighborhood. Yeah. And they had an old Pontiac. This was like in the 1950s or 
nah, probably early 60s. So I heard this noise like, I'm like, what the hell is that? Here come seven guys stacked into an old Pontiac driving on four rims. Yeah. There was not one tire on the entire car. That doesn't car. go very far. And the problem was, it was throwing sparks like a oh, sunburn. Yeah, I can yeah. imagine. Which means it gets anywhere near anything, gas fumes or whatever, that ain't going to be good. No, I don't. I, with a Pontiac that age, I don't know. Because you would uh, dep- it would depend on where everything is in that car at that time, but um, that just car isn't going to go very well. Those rims are going to are going to no. they're going to um, bend and then suddenly they're yep. flat and then yep. you, you can't yeah you, you bottom out <laughs> yeah, you can't move you can't get them to yeah. turn over anymore mm-hmm. that's true but yeah there'd be a lot of sparks I would imagine so what else is in the news anything any big news what else is in the news well, I haven't looked at the news. correspondence dinner was this weekend. And oh, that's was, right. That was yeah. pretty. It was. It was entertaining. You know, like it can be. Now, and what's his name again? The comedian Wood. Um, it was a guy from CNN. Uh, is it Wood or someone with a Whittle. W? Um, Whittle. Yeah, yeah. I know it was um, his dad had been a, a reporter too, I, or had been a reporter if I remember correctly. Oh, really? So, but he did a good job, and Biden did a decent job as president, and you know it was. I like the correspondence dinner. Always have. Do you really? Why? What do they do? I've never watched. They tell them. jokes, and you know, it's <laughs> oh, kind of they? a fun night, and you know, they do funny things, and you know, one of the, one of the things Biden said was that he liked the First Amendment because it was done by his friend Jimmy Madison. Jimmy Madison, I did see that one. Yeah, my friend Jimmy Madison did it. That's yeah, a good line. So that was a know. good line, no question. And about uh, it. it's it's always it's it's kind of it's supposed to be that kind of stoppage in play where everybody kind of puts down their guns for a minute and. And just has fun. Now, do Democrats and Republicans attend the ones when there's not a Democrat or a Republican? Well, In other words, do Republicans go when there's a Democratic president? I, it, some do. Well, I'm some not do. not okay. all of them, but so I, I think some of them do. You know, um, I think it it leans more to one party when it's when it's the other one. But yeah, some do like. and go and watch it and see what what what's being said. Don't you think that'd so. be a great image for for? Taxpayers out there, if everybody just got along for one night, that'd be good. Yeah, well, you know, that's getting really old. I will be honest with you. This, these, both parties are at fault too. It's the far right and the far left, and they just can't get along. And that's the image the whole world has of America now, yeah. which I don't care for. But such is life. See what else is going on? The Bruins choked up. Like, Did that's they? horrible. They they got knocked out in the first round. They had the best season anybody's ever had, regular season yeah, ever, most right. points oh, ever. Right. And well, Florida uh, beat them, didn't they? Florida Panthers beat them, yeah. Jesus. Game seven in the garden. So Really? So the Bruins are out, and uh, yeah, then the Wilds out, and the Timberwolves are out. Timberwolves are out. And, out. and uh, Twins are three and a half games up, so there you go. That's they are. Now we're talking. Yeah. The Red Sox would be second in any division in baseball, except they're in last place in the American League God. East. So Are they still With a winning all... record. Uh, they, yeah, they all have winning records yep. in that division. Mm-hmm. Every team in that division has winning a winning record, I believe. If you told me on May 1st we'd be tied with the Yankees, I would have said we're in good shape. And yeah, instead right. we're in last place. No, that's exactly right. <laughs> so. It is so very, very weird. Twins are having a good year so yep. far. I, I think that middle bullpen is <clears throat> starting to scare me a little. They give up a lot of runs in it, you know. Not the starters, not quite the closers. There's a couple of there's a closer and then a kind of a second closer. And the other guys, they can get shelled a little bit. That kind of worries me. Yep. And and there's always a question whether Rocco's very good at juggling the pitchers. Which yeah, I'm that's not sure true. About. But the starters have been doing good, which makes a difference. The Vikings, 
Um, let's see who the Vikings end up taking. They took uh, nobody I've ever heard. Yeah, they of. took they <laughs> took mostly just guys that we'll see how they fit in. They they took that wide receiver. I thought there were better wide receivers still on the board when they took him, but you know people think he's going to be Thielen's replacement. So we'll see. Oh, they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why did they get rid of Thielen? Well, yeah, I don't know that they got rid of it. He 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 was slow, and they didn't want to pay him. He was he he didn't have as good a year this year. No, he didn't. Um, and uh, they didn't want to pay him the money that he wanted, and so he cut ways with him. And where did he end up? Uh, he is going to be, I think, Jacksonville. I think. Oh, that word is I think Jacksonville. he's Jacksonville. I believe. I don't know. We'll see. Now, how about Cook? They were talking about getting rid of Cook. Cook's still with them. Um, oh, is he? Yeah, Cook is still part of it. And But, they, yeah, they, that was a cap space move that they were talking about, whether they wanted to right. put money into him. Madison isn't there anymore, which makes a difference. So that does make yeah. a difference. You're yeah. right. So so we'll see how that goes. Um, and, um, you know, the Patriots traded down in the first-round draft, which is a, like almost a high-holy day for them. They yeah. always trade down. Well, so do the Vikings. <laughs> Vikings didn't uh, trade out of the first round. Um, no, not they, the there first was, round. There was later, talk that they might later. trade up to yeah. go after a quarterback, and then their quarterback that they thought they might want fell through the first round anyway. Yeah, he That did, poor guy right. was sitting there with his girlfriend and looking for a big night and didn't even make the first round. He's so still on the board. Why didn't they take him then when they had a chance at uh, Well, the question is whether or not they wanted to put that capital. They wanted that wide receiver in the first round. Yeah. Um, and then they, don't, they didn't have a second-round pick. Um, they didn't have very many draft picks this five, year. Five, yeah. yeah. Just five picks. Detroit picked some weird guys in the first round, then really good guys in the second and third oh, round. They? So I think they switched who was picking. <laughs> I think there's a different guy. <laughs> You're fired. So. Got a new guy coming there. Andy, let me know when Matt's ready to go, if you would. Nothing so. yet. All right. It's Melanoma me Monday. Melanoma Monday. Monday. What's that mean? It's Skin Cancer Awareness Month. Oh. May. So wear your sunscreen. Would you leave me alone today? You and Alex today are a real pain. That, that they, she cares about you me. and she wants mean you to, to me. take care of yourself. How is that mean? <laughs> because Tom would rather die than put on sunscreen. I put said. on sunscreen every day now. I know, you bought you, me you actually said you'd rather die than put on sunscreen. Okay. Well, that one kind. How, <laughs> since you've been back, how many days have you put sunscreen on? Whenever I like go for a no, walk. We're here. Ask him in private. He just said every truth. day he does it. <laughs> no, every day I'm going to go out in the sun. The sun doesn't come out here See, all that much. Let well, me put now it that way. Now we got different. Well, <laughs> yeah, I was, okay. I was well. there when they took the melanoma off his face, yes. and the nurse said specifically, every day, even when it's cloudy. Which I do. You got mom bought me this little banana looking. Can I can. leave? Can I go home now? I want to go under the covers and never return. Oh my god! <clears throat> settle down. Yeah, we all, all, we all settle. The down. royal we is in a mood. I'll settle down. I'll be the one to I'm do not it. In a mood? I'm just saying. I, I had to make a couple of moves, and the first thing you two guys is argue with me about. <clears throat> well, we were never asked. Well, and then you, we said, maybe that won't work for me. What do and then you we think? Got I think? What's wrong with you? Yeah, I don't understand how that's... That would be like me being like, I'm going to come over to your house at 2 a.m. for dinner every Sunday now. And you'd be like, well, no. I'm asleep. And I'd be like, what's the matter with you? I'm you trying to have dinner with Andy you. Andy and I are here every day. The two of you show up whenever you feel like it. I don't have somebody taking care of See? my children for me. Don't I don't me have a, hus- my husband's not at home taking that. care I of my children. He was children. working from home. 
He He's works working. from home. He That's has a nice. full-time job. He's not even work. He I, rides a bicycle. He doesn't. <laughs> yeah, he <just laughs> That's what he does for his job. He rides his bicycle. Yeah, we're a little wee. The royal wee is spicy and crabby. Yeah. I might just not talk for the rest of it. Oh, my God. Would you settle <laughs> my down? my best interest sometimes. Yeah. To just See, this is my life right here. Toby, been watching Corner Gas. <laughs> I did you really finish that whole series? I did finish the series. He finished yes, the series. Yeah, I finished the series. We watched an episode last night. If there's a better comedy ever. Which, what'd you, which one did you watch last night? <laughs> which one was it last night again? Oh, Andy, do you have the uh, clip? I since we, think since oh, it's this been clip brought is up. hilarious. You just have to find it. It is a really all. funny clip. Um, we talked about it last week. We tried to set it up, but we were all very distractible that day. Um, is this about the salsa? The salsa. salsa, salsa, salsa. They call it salsa, Oscar. and they they all make it to the end of the series, all of them. The whole That's what I heard. Like, yeah, they never. Oh, really? Nobody, nobody left. How many seasons are there? Uh, six. Six. six seasons. Yeah, six. Okay, I think I have it here. And they actually had a finishing episode where they kind of like said, "Here's what happens with people." Okay, so you know? if people that didn't listen last week, so Oscar is the um, Tom Bernard of the show. Oh, the Tom Bernard, old yeah. man. <laughs> Oscar, Oscar's, Oscar's funny. Oscar's hilarious. Yeah, Oscar's son is Brent Butt, who is the creator, yeah. and that's actually his real name. And what's his name on the show? Leroy. It's um, no. uh, Brent Leroy, isn't it? No, Oscar. Oh, Oscar Leroy. Their, their oh, last okay. name's Leroy. Yeah. Oh, that's right. So yeah. there's Brent is. What's his name on the show? Oh, Brent, I thought it, I don't it's, know. Isn't it Brent? Corner gas. Let's see. Hank. Hank. No, Hank um, is his friend. Hank's the friend. Hank's his buddy. Yeah. So uh, Hank is there, who is his friend. Yeah. Well, whoever Brent but is he's in the show. He's Brent Leroy. Yeah, Brent Leroy. Oh, Brent. Just Brent. Yeah. Okay, so he's the son of Oscar, and then his mother is also in this clip. Very funny. All right, let's see she if this is the old teacher, crappy one or if this is the new one. Oh, I hope it's the new one. If it's not the new one, I can get it from my email. Okay. Yep. Sure, if you're catering an orgy. <laughs> <laughs> Why would relish be orgy well, like? Well, you have Why? to remember when when was this when was this first on? This is an older show. Yeah, this is. we just discovered. Right. Because it's a Canadian show. 2004. 2004. Yeah. And there used to be a lot of jokes about how a lot of Minnesotans ketchup was too spicy for uh -huh. Minnesotans. Yeah. At yep. one time, the palate was very bland I, in Canada and <coughs> in the northern states. Oh, yeah, I'm indirectly related to someone who I'm pretty sure she thought ketchup was spicy. Yeah, as people who The mother that. of... Oh, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah yes. you know who I'm talking about. Yes. Oh, yeah. it's okay. You can say her oh, name. Did, fine. Do you guys get to the investment name, one so. yet? Oh. Where they do the fake investing? No. No. No, no yesterday was We're, the band was back... back together the they band, were getting okay. the band we're in the together. third year yeah, i think face. it's the third year where they they oscar and hank get in this fake investing 
Okay, where they they oh, they invest scheme? they they no it's it's okay. fake so they they use fake money oh. so they each have ten thousand dollars to prove who's better at investing. Oh, okay, and, and Oscar goes to, to his son and borrows ten grand so that because he's like, well, you're supposed to use your own fake money. He goes, yeah, but I'm gonna borrow it from you, so I'm getting around the rules. So <laughs> then Oscar loses that money because he thinks he has an inside tip, which is just a misunderstanding from the TV. Okay. He loses that money. He comes back. He goes to Brett, and Hank's making fun of him for losing the ten grand. And Brett looks and goes, "So you're bankrupt?" And, and so he's like, um, "He's like, yeah." Well, and then Hank starts telling him, "Well, you owe the money back. You owe the ten grand back because that's his imaginary uh, nest egg." Right. And, and Brett's like, "Well, no, actually, he's been a really good dad. I think it's worth twenty grand. So I'll give him ten more. So he gives him ten more to invest." <laughs> It's all fake. It's all fake anyway. It's just a really good piece just where they they it's very creative the way they use the wording and stuff. And they they, that show's so cool because on the one hand, they're they're really smart with what they come up with, but they also do really dumb things. Right. You know, so it's like this back and forth that works out pretty good. Trevor wants to know where to watch it. Freevee. Freevee on Prime. It was on Freevee on or on Prime. Well, or sometimes I I think you can also if you don't have like Roku or whatever, you can just Download freebie. It's on Prime Video. Yeah, it's on Prime. Oh, okay. if you go on Prime and look up uh, Corner Gas, it's there. Yeah, okay. it is great. So you just got to watch commercials. Do you guys have to have, or have you figured out a way around the commercials? It's only a twenty-five minute show anyway. Yeah, yeah but still, a minute and a half in commercials is a lot. Uh, okay. <laughs> I understand minutes. you've watched all of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you binged six years. Six years. Are you yeah. going to watch the, uh, I guess there's a movie and a the, cartoon series. I didn't watch series. the movie. Is there a movie? I guess there's a movie. I did not know there was a movie. I, didn't, I, I wasn't going to watch the cartoon. Same, I don't know. I think the, I don't know if the cartoon was during this, before this, after this. I don't know. I, don't I think really the know. cartoon was recent, I think, or more recent than the Like the I said, show. if people like Schitt's Creek, they would like this. They, they, which I actually Schitt's think Creek this is stole a little... A lot from yeah, this, this is a little funnier yeah. even, I think, than Schitt's Creek. But, um, you know, a lot of the references are Canadian. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're also, so they're also very, they talk about a lot of things that are current things that are going on. Like yeah. they talk about political stuff generally, not yeah, 20 not years ago, but they yeah. make comments not about it that, you know, stuff's going on sure. like the Olympics or, or, um, you know, different, different presidents or different things that are going on yeah. in Canada with language and stuff. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. 
Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabanco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. All right, so. we got our guest. Oh, hey. A little hey. bad timing because Tom just left for yeah, no reason, so apparently. Let's, uh, let's see if we can get the uh, bio up. <laughs> yeah. yep. Well, let's see. He's uh, Matt Fraser, America's top psychic medium. Is he on? He is on right now, yeah. Hi, Hello, Matt. I am here. Can you guys hear me? Hey, yes, Matt. Yes, how are you? I swear, sometimes it's harder to get in touch with the living than it is the dead. Isn't that the truth? Especially yeah. today, we have 50 different ways of getting a hold of everybody, and you can never talk to anyone. Yeah, that is true. of them work. <laughs> it's annoying. That's the truth. Well, it's great to be here with you. So, Thank you. So you wrote a New York Times bestseller. We never I died. sure did. Yeah, so it's called We Never Die, Secrets of the Afterlife. And this was the book that I wanted to write for a really long time because... Being a medium, every single time that I do a reading, it's not just about delivering the message, but getting a little glimpse into heaven and actually figuring out what the afterlife is like. So I wrote this book based on all the readings that I have given because being a medium, I've discovered so many things like what happens to our pets that have passed on, what age are we in heaven, what we look like in heaven, and where heaven actually is. So it's basically a book filled with all the questions that you've been dying to ask a psychic medium, no pun intended. So I, I don't want you to give it away because people got to buy the book. But the question I got that I want to know if you answer in the book is, so if you think about it and people think when I go to heaven, I want to be with my dad, but your dad doesn't want to be 50 or 60 years old. Your dad probably wants to be 20 or, or you know, 21 years old. So what happens with people with age? Do you answer that question? I absolutely do. And let's give away the answer because, listen, there's so uh -oh. many. We can talk about whatever you want. Sure. I got to tell you. So the coolest thing about age is this, is that age is something that we only, you know, experience here on Earth. So right. thankfully, thankfully, oh. could, could you believe, could you even think about, like, what it would be like for me if I talked to somebody who died 350 years ago and they aged in heaven? Could you imagine what that would look like? Hmm, so sad. luckily, <laughs> luckily. What's really cool is the way that the spirit world explains it to me is that there's all different versions of us. So the, from the moment we're born to the moment that we die, we have all different ages, right? We have a one-year-old version of us, two-year-old version of us, three-year-old version of us going on to the age in which you pass on. Okay. Yeah. So okay. what's really cool is this, is that, you know, the same way that we look back at a photo, photo album and we see all of these snapshots of ourselves throughout our life, right? and we see about what year we really peaked or what you know year best represents us that's the year that we become when we transition on and we actually uh die and transition on into heaven huh so is so is that the relationship that you have with each other up there so like if your kids up there with you they they get your best version of whatever year Absolutely. It's, huh. you know what it's like, and it's hard to understand, right? Because we're not dead, we're living. Well, yeah. So I always ask the other side, well, explain it to us in human terms so we can understand it. 
So this is what the spirit world shares with me. The same way, and we all know somebody who does this, right? We, we actually know a bunch of people who do this. How many times have you looked at someone's profile picture and you're like, eh, that's not, that was taken five years ago and that's not really recent, right? So yeah. the thing is, is that the same way that we're going and we're searching, into, we're, we're searching our photos, you know, to find the best photo for Instagram, Facebook, social media, right? And we choose a picture that we feel best represents ourselves for social media. It's the same thing with the other side. <laughs> so another example to give you is we always go to, you know, for example, I know that anytime that I go to my grandparents' house or like an, like, um, an older relative's house and I'll say, oh my God, you look so beautiful in that picture. They'll be like, oh, no, wait a minute. You should have saw me way back when. Like, you know, I'm I'm old and fat now. But back in the day, I was dynamite, you know, and they'll pull up the, the album and they'll show you a picture of them of, you know, what they best felt was the version of themselves. So what that's the same thing that we do in heaven. Huh. Okay. That's interesting. And I, I will you also give away whether pets get to go or not? Yeah. Listen, what's amazing is, is that being a medium, I've talked to many, many souls. doesn't matter if it's a child that had passed away, person that had passed away or a pet that passed away. All souls, whatever comes from God goes back to God and all those souls are on the other side. Yay. We're going to have a whole lot of souls. Say, what's so sad about that is that a lot of times when I give a reading, right, a soul will come through like a young soul, like a, like, um, excuse me, a soul will come through like a, a dog soul or a cat soul that had passed away. And it may have been a dog that you had back when you were a child or a, or a dog that you had many, many years ago. But the saddest thing is, is that a lot of times when those animals come through, the owners forget about the animals that they have. <laughs> you forget about, oh, forget yeah, about you. Oh, <laughs> that'd be sad. Well, Alex and I are in our mid-30s, and we've had, what, probably like 15 pets so far? More than 15. 30? Well, if you add the horses. Well, I mean, if you include the horses <clears throat> yeah. and the birds and the hamsters and all that stuff. I wish I, I do. I suppose, I yeah. don't really want the hamsters back. <laughs> Ginger! Ginger won't be she up in me. heaven. She bit me! Ginger! <laughs> Ginger bit you. Horse that bit you will be up there. <laughs> the tricep. I'm sorry, Matt. What did you say? Oh, I'm sorry. So, so what happens is, is all the time during readings, that's what happens. People say to me, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Oh, I forgot about that cat. Or I forgot about that dog. Or I forgot about that soul. But like I said, they never forget about us because they are part of our family when we adopt them. And they become part of our soul family when we pass on. So when you do readings and animals come up, do the animals give messages? You know, it's it's interesting. I'm not a pet psychic, I'll tell you that. But there have been many times when souls of animals have come through. Now, it's not like what you would think, right? Because I got to tell you, the weirdest thing for me as a medium is when pets come through. And I have a hard time believing it myself, even though I do it every day. Because the weird part is, is like, so when I talk to souls on the other side, they always tell me that pets, we can understand our pets once we die. And... I know that I'm a medium. I'm supposed to be cool with that. But I'm thinking to myself, when I die, I really don't want to talk to my pets. Like, I'm a pet lover. But I'm thinking to myself, like, that would be really weird. Like, I don't want to know what my cat has to say, you know, or what my dog, you know, had to say about certain things. You know, I kind of like that they're silent. Yeah. But they are able to speak in the afterlife. And there have been times when they've come through to me. Now, when they come through, it's not like what you see Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I don't see a, a, a cat sitting there having a conversation with me. And many times when those souls come through, because they they communicate the same way that a human soul does on the other side, a lot of times I don't even realize that it's a pet talking to me. Oh, huh. weird. Yeah, like I remember there was this time, I'll never forget, I was in Connecticut, and I was walking through the crowd, and I locked eyes with a woman, and right away, um, 
I heard, I was, I kept hearing about this soul that had died on a property line and was shot. And I looked at her and I says, oh my God, I'm like, there was somebody with you that was murdered. And she kind of gave me a look. I'm like, who died on a property line, was shot on their property line. And she started crying and she said, that was my cat. She says, my cat was, was just killed last week by my neighbor. Wow. But I had uh, no idea. Thanks. I had no idea I was talking to the woman's cat. Huh. Um, I see on your bio, it says that you um, learned to share messages to help bring healing to others and details how to recognize signs from heaven in daily life. I bet a lot of people have questions about that. Well, because it's I like, God, questions. give me a sign. Should I do this? Should I do that? What would you know? It's like I don't know what the sign would be. So, asking well, for a sign. Well, the best rule of thumb is to know that a sign is anything that reminds you of a loved one that had passed away. The moment that you see something that's out of the blue that seems like a coincidence, but makes you think of someone who had died. That's a sign. So the most common signs are dragonflies, butterflies, repeating numbers, songs that just keep popping up that remind you of a loved one that had passed away, right? These are all ways that our loved ones step in to let us know that they're there. It's also could come through as a smell as well, or even a dream. I had one man that, you know, contacted me. He was, he um, was living with his mom before she had passed away. Uh, he moved in to take care of her. And then after she had died, he inherited the house and you know, he was missing his mom so much because during the last few moments, excuse me, during the last few years of his life, he spent so many moments with her. Mm -hmm. And don't you know, at like three in the morning, he woke up one night and he could have swore that somebody was cooking in the kitchen. And his mom would wake up very early every day and cook in the kitchen. He thought for a minute she was still alive. He, he got up out of bed, he ran into the kitchen and nobody was there cooking. All the burners was off. You know, he hadn't cooked the night before. He wasn't a guy who cooked. And he's like, was that a sign? And I'm like, it absolutely was. You know, that's one of the ways that I consider, a co that most people consider a coincidence, but I actually consider a very powerful sign that our loved one is using to reach us. Okay, so what are they saying? Is it just a little hello? That's exactly what it is. So okay. what it is is a postcard from heaven. It's literally your loved one saying, hey, I'm here and with you. I'm okay. And that I am close by. So you're looking for direction. You're looking for answers to questions. Well, I'm just wondering, you know, sometimes you know, a lot of people are like, you know, should I do this? Should I do that? You know, if there was only a sign from the universe. So that's not really what we get. Well, it depends. You're at, these are two different signs. So, that, so signs are, are language that both the dead and the living can understand. Most signs are signs that you don't have to read into. So signs you don't have to read into are like dragonflies, butterflies, things like that are reminders of your loved one's presence with you. So those signs come when you least expect them, but when you most need them. You don't, normally they come during big holidays, special times, but also through really challenging events. But also there's specific signs from the universe when there's something in your life that you should be doing or that you want to do. For example, let's say that, you know, you're really looking for love and you're wondering, you're wondering to yourself, oh my God, am I going to get married? You know, is marriage right for me? Or, you know, should I, should I be in a relationship right now? And then all of a sudden you start to see all of these signs that are pointing towards that direction. Maybe you're driving in the car and all you keep seeing is billboards about love. Maybe it is that you're having dinner at a restaurant and the person right next to you all of a sudden gets proposed to, you know, right as you're eating dinner. And it just seems that love is following you, right? That's a sign from the universe saying, listen, you're on your right. This is the path. This is the way to take. I had a client that just recently reached out to me. She wanted to buy a new car and she wanted to buy a, um, what was it? Uh, some type of a Lexus. Anyway, long story short, it was crazy because after she went to go and see this car, she was hemming and whoring, not sure if it was, if it was right for her. And then next thing you know, she saw that car popping up everywhere. Yeah. So the, that's specific signs from the universe, but not specific signs from loved ones, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, so that the does separation make sense. In science. Three. Yeah. 
No matter if that's your question. Like learning a new language. That's what it is. It's mm. like, you know, I feel sometimes like learning learning signs in the spirit world is kind of like taking up Ros- Rosetta Stone. Yeah. But can you en- end up reading into every little thing then if you're looking for the signs? You know? well, and that's what you're going to be careful of, right? You have, like I tell people all the time, like a lot of times people get signs from a loved one. They're like, oh, what does this mean? What's my dad saying? What's my mom saying? And I'm like, no, they're just saying hello. They're just letting you know that they're there. Remember that your loved ones aren't there to make decisions for you. Like even as a medium, you know, they don't give me the lottery numbers. They don't give me, they, they can't let me cheat life here in this world because we're here in this world to make mistakes, to go through failures, to go through certain challenges and struggles. So that's the reason why too, you know, I always recommend people to only go to a medium once a year. And I talk about this in my book because, you know, you can't live your life through a psychic medium. You can't, sure. no, don't get me wrong. I love to see you, I love to talk to you, but you can't live your life through someone like me. You know, you have to be able to make decisions on your own and your loved one's not going to guide you with every single, uh, every single decision. You know, they, they're there to hold your hand to show you, hey, I'm with you, I'm behind you. But you, at the end of the day, are in charge of your own life. So nobody's telling you who's going to win the Derby next week. No one's telling me that. No, but if they if they did, I would have some serious money on it. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Matt, I have a question for you. Um, It says Matt will do listener readings during the course of an interview. Would you mind doing? Could you do my reading? So it's crazy because you're all there in the studio right now. So please know that the moment I tap in, I start to hear all the souls that are there, and right away have. So first of all, wait a minute. Did your father pass? Oh uh, yeah, about forty Quite years a while ago. ago. Yours Long was time the closest. Ago. He's my, here. My wife. No, no, no. It's, it's your dad because I, I just the minute I was connected with you, he kept saying, "I'm his father. I'm his father." So my your luck. father's here on the other side. And then what's also interesting is that there's also a connection with the soul that passive suicide. Who passive suicide? Oh, I know a lot of people that kill themselves. I do. I'm, I'm sorry. A lot of people that, I know a lot of people that killed themselves. Really classmates. Somebody with a relationship with your dad, with his dad. From high school. Now, who would he have a relationship with, Matt? Would he be? Would he be a friend of the family? Well, wait a, a minute. They all start coming through. Please know all these souls are here. But I want to start with your father right away because he's the one that I have to talk to. What What's crazy is that as a medium, right? When I go crazy. to read one person, please know that. You know, even though on television, when you see me give a reading, it's like only one soul comes through. That's not the case. When right, I go to connect right. every soul that's there, you know, sometimes I'll even hear neighbors or people pass in the nearby area because you're connected to those people. So for me, it's like being in a crowded restaurant with all of these voices here uh, and talking. Oh, that's okay. what I hear. All right. Little whispers and bits of information. So first of all, know that your father's here when I'm connecting. But what's crazy is when I'm connecting with him, I keep hearing of a hidden illness with him. So did he not talk about being sick or did he not talk about having issues in his body? He never talked about the fact that he was mentally ill. Yes, he was severely mentally ill and left the family when I was very young. When he also died quite young. Of and he died very young. Whatever that was. Yep. Okay. Do you know what he's he died here. of? COPD. Because when COPD. I'm connecting, he kept saying to me, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he kept saying to me, I should have gotten help. I should have gotten help. Yep. And when I'm connecting with him, yep. I got to be honest with you. He shows me that he was too proud here in the physical world. He said to me that there were many people who tried to intervene, that tried to get him to see a doctor or to try to see somebody, and he would not do it. He's showing me that. That part is true, absolutely. I know that because he shows me. And that's the reason why he's coming through today to you. He tells me that you really did not get to know him as your dad. Nope. That's very and true as well. Very he good, says man. To me, Matt, do you know, and this is what's crazy is that. So for souls to come through, I just can't contact your grandmother or can't contact your, your sister or your brother. They have to want to contact you and they have to have to they have oh. to come through because there's a message that's there that they have to deliver. 
And right away, he said to me, I have to say that I'm sorry. Hmm. Because when I'm connecting with him, he shows me that here in this world, he turns his back not only on you, but his family. And he tells me that he burned many bridges. And he says, Matt, there were many things that I was not proud of. Boy, you got this thing nailed, Matt, I'll tell you that. He also tells me, this is really sad because when I'm connecting with your dad, I feel like there was a point where like, it's almost like he was homeless when I'm connecting with him. That's true too, <laughs> Jesus. It's only so about seven he, things you've gotten right so far, Matt. Well, listen, I didn't get a TV show by being wrong. <laughs> so no, this isn't his first no, rodeo. This is his, no, this is his way because souls, when I'm, when I'm experiencing them, they'll start to go and bring me back through their life and show me what they experienced, what their life was like, certain visions. And your father just said to me, Matt, can you please let him know that here in this world, he did not get to know the real me. And for that, I'm sorry. Your dad tells me that the one thing that he wants to thank you for is the way that you stepped up for your family, the way that you stepped forward to take care of your mom and to take care of everybody around you. All right, and Matt, your dad knock it off. waiting his whole life to hear You're this. scaring me now, Matt. That is really That's accurate. Great. That's he right on the that. Yep. I even see you. Listen, your, your loved ones will show me everything. And he even shows me you going and handing over money to your mom and to your family. That's true. Absolutely. True. 100%. So your father says to me that, first of all, he's sorry because he tells me that you never got to be a child. He tells me that you were constantly working, 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 taking care of other people. And your dad tells me that he wants to let you know that even though he was not deserving of being the having the title of dad or having the title of father, he wants to let you know that you made him so proud and that from the other side, he says, Matt, he says, I wish that I would have gotten to be the man that my son became. That's what he tells me. Boy, look at the time. I got to head to the <laughs> That's pretty amazing, Matt. <laughs> Honest to God, you nailed every one of those. Every one, everything you brought up is true. Every one of them. Oh, did we drop? Did he drop? Oh, I didn't see there. that coming. Get it? Uh -huh. Ah! He's still there. Matt, are you still on? I'm still on. Sorry, you, I bro you broke up for a second, but I hear oh, you now. Okay, sorry. The one thing I got to tell you, Matt, that it, can you remember there's something he did with a Bible? Do you Does he talk to you about, ask him something he did with a Bible that had a big effect on me in my life, I'll tell you, flat out. And I'm not a you very religious person either, so that... That was very, he very didn't say anything about a Bible to me, but your loved ones will take the things. If that's something that you already had a conversation with, right? That's not something he'll talk about. The, your loved ones use me to talk about the things that they didn't get to say here in this world, right? If that's where unfinished business comes in. And that's where I come in as a medium. You know, for example, if, you know, you and your mom got to say goodbye here in this world and she had a peaceful passing, she won't come through and say, oh, just thank my son for, you know, for being there for me. But she will talk about things that she didn't get to say. Maybe after her passing, there was an issue with the house and she wants to tell you where the right. day is. That's, right. happened. That, that's happened during one of the readings. Maybe it is that there was a family conflict that she's coming through to help to advise you on how to, how to, how to solve or how to get back together. Whatever it may be, that's when your loved ones come through, step in and speak. It's an amazing story, Matt. It's, when, did you, when did you uncover the fact that you have these <clears> special abilities? So I realized that I was a medium. Well, I didn't know that I was a medium, but I started seeing dead people back when I was three years old. Oh. It was crazy because I lived that movie, The Sixth Sense. That was mm. my everyday life. Every time I went to bed, oh. I felt like I was channeling every single cemetery in the nearby area. That must have been hard for a three-year-old. Yes. 
it was it was petrifying. I remember yeah. being in my bedroom at night, yelling and screaming and crying for my mom to help me, and I pushed <clears throat> these voices away for as long as I possibly could. I just wanted to be normal, sure. and I actually pushed my abilities away completely until later on in life, until I actually went to a medium myself and realized, you know, that I could use this gift to help people to heal. Wow. Boy, what an amazing story that I mean, is, man, can no you doubt. turn it off? Can you, like, I, what was that one show about the, it was called Medium. She had to have a beer to shut the voices Oh, off. Yeah. yeah. You know what's funny? That's actually real life. So if I, if I did have, a, have an alcoholic drink, yeah, they would, they would stop talking because it dulls your senses. So I got to tell you that there is no turning off. You know, if there's a soul that's there that wants to speak or wants to communicate and they, they know that you can speak to them, they'll come through. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's not just my job, it's my life. And, you know, I love being able to help people in this way. Yeah, but you also have to have some me time. We try. I mean, we try. I try to live a normal life. It just doesn't happen when you're a medium. It's not what I signed up for. I guess that's true. I could see that to be true. I tell you, Matt, that was very, very impressive. How do people reach out to you if they want to talk to you about these things? So the best way to connect with me is right through my website. If dead people can find me, so can you. My <laughs> website my website is meetmattfraser.com. And I'm also on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all the places, right on uh, right, using that same name, Meet Matt Frazier. So if you write, type in Meet Matt Frazier, it'll bring you right to my website, to Instagram, to all my social media pages. And uh, on there, I, I always talk about how to connect you with your own loved ones and how you can discover signs yourself. Well, well, I tell you what, you nailed nailed everyone you brought up. Every everything you brought up was absolutely true, Matt. And I foresee the fact you're coming back soon because we'd love to have you. Perfect. Well, thank you guys so much. It was great being here with you. Thank you, Matt Fraser. We'll All we'll right. talk soon. Bye. Thank you. Bye. -bye. Uh, by the way, you can uh, check him out at meetmattfraser.com. That's F A F F R A S E R. Meetmattfraser.com. And two T's on the mat. Yes. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender.
You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. And by the way, I, um, I'm i not making it up. Everything he said was true. That's I know. absolutely Psychics, true. Psychics have always been able to hone in on you and get something from your dad. Well, they, it's always from my dad, Which is annoying yes. because your dad was such an annoying thing in your life. <laughs> and he true. takes over in the afterlife. Well, but I mean in the afterlife, ostensibly, he doesn't have schizophrenia. Well, that's so, yeah, true. That's a that. good point. That's definitely She also true. explained that that if there's things that are unsaid that's where she gets that message he. so or yeah yeah um <laughs> uh, sorry. oh well that that the message comes from things that are unsaid so so like if your mom you had that time with your mom you were able to talk right, to your mom right. so there isn't your mom's not going to say thank you because she's already told you thank well, you there's, or, there's, oh, there's, me, no toots, unfinished business with toots yeah toots didn't leave anything unsaid <laughs> so there's a she lot said unsaid. It a thousand times. That she should have makes left sense something. to keep showing up yeah. <laughs> like what what did you left unsaid she just wow. <laughs> well you could say Sometimes. something once rather than 20 times yes. i guess yeah yeah. Did I ever tell you a story about the time I won a duck at a dance yeah, contest? Yeah, a duck at a couple dance. Times. Like brought that up about 6,000 times. Can you, uh, Especially towards the end. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Can you accept what she just said, though? <clears throat> what who just said? He. What she, oh, yeah. he yeah, Matt. Matt. Can, can you sure. accept what Matt just I said? I will tell you, though, I understand making a mistake because he does speak in, in a woman's cadence. Yeah. He does. I, I would There's say no so. question about Stop it. Stop it, Jude. Well, he's got a long, very thick, like... It's apparently he's from Rhode Island, but he sounds like he's from Long Island. Sounds like youth, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But can you accept what he said, though, about your dad being sorry? Yeah, I would think so. Can you? <laughs> would you think so? I know. I got to work on that. Well, that there's think... a lot there to, to 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 bring in. I'm glad he didn't know about the Bible, though, because that would have probably made me tear up. Well, probably true. If if after we pass, obviously the mental illness is gone, then I mean, of course, person. your father would look back and go, mm-hmm. "Hey, you know, hey, hey, what, hey what I did to those people." <laughs> no, yeah. there's no doubt. But he was mentally ill. I mean, yeah. that's the whole problem. He's had a very, very severe mental illness. He's mm-hmm. a brilliant man. Way beyond that in what was just said. Oh yeah. So can you accept all that? Well, so far, so good. <laughs> there's a lot there. I uh, there is a lot there. I'd go back and listen to what was said because I think no, there's a, a lot idea. there. I, I think, think there was a, a lot there. Our mm-hmm. listener Nicole said, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to cry." Tom needed this so bad. See, there yeah. you go. That's true. I did. You're absolutely right. Yeah, because so that was one of the stories Nicole, yes. when you went to see him in the hospital. He called mm-hmm. for you, yes. and you were hoping he would say all of this. Yep. And he says, "Get me out of here." And he said, "Get me out of here." Yeah. So, well, but, so there you go. Yeah, I mean, you I, got it at last. Took a while. We, where were you at in life when that happened? Like, were you working for... Uh, I was working at Capital Records. You were in Capital. She hadn't even gotten to KQ yet, so you hadn't even no. made the big the big thing and, no, and uh, been number one in the morning and all that. So you had a lot more success to come. Oh, yeah. There's no, no question about that. Uh, very quickly, I can tell you the Bible story because it's it's just sticking in my mind now. Because he was leaning that way, and I thought he was going to bring it up. And I don't think I've ever have I ever told you the Bible story. I don't think you told me the Bible story, so I'm very interested. Um, 
<clears throat> so the last time I went and saw him, I saw him a couple times before he died. And we just never got along. Never, mm-hmm. ever got along. And he couldn't talk the whole time because he had tubes down his throat. Yeah, he, he was on weighed, a ventilator. Yeah, he only weighed about 80 pounds. He was tiny. He was this little tiny man. And uh, when he died, he wanted to make sure that I would see his Bible. Not that I had to take it with me, which I didn't do, but he wanted me to see the Bible. And he, a specific page that he wrote down for me to look at. And when I got there, there was about a two-inch by two-inch square that was just rubbed out. In other words, he had touched that page so many times, you couldn't see what it said anymore, right? So he would run his hands. You know, some people, when they read, run their hands along the page. Mm-hmm. That's what he was doing. And um, so eventually what I did was track down, I can't remember who it even was, it was a Catholic priest, but I can't remember who it was. And I asked him, what does the Bible say in this little, and I showed him the area. What does it say? And he goes, well, let me pull out my Bible. He pulled it out, and the entire two-by-two-inch that he had rubbed out with his finger, he had read so many times, he wanted to know, would his son ever come back to him? That was a bitch to go through, I'll mm. tell you that. To go through that, will my son ever talk to me again, was well, he's very talking difficult. talking about Terry. <laughs> yeah, he was talking about Terry. That's why he wanted me to read it. Yeah, so exactly. Where in the Bible was it? I don't remember. That was, God, that was 40 years ago. It was more than 40 years ago. It was 42 years ago. Because it was when I first met you, Catherine. Yeah. Catherine actually met him one time, and he gave her the thumbs up. I did so get that, a thumbs up. She got a yeah, thumbs up. Hearty thumbs up. No, that, was, that I think to tell you the truth, because a lot of people go, oh, this whole medium thing, that's all BS. Even if it is BS, it's probably good for people if he can nail it like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? What do you think, Andy? You don't believe in mediums and all that, do you? I don't really know what I believe. I think, Yeah. I mean, true. if they do exist, I think, like anything, 95% of them are fake. Well, that's probably true. But, I mean, you could say the same thing about any job, really. Most people are just kind of faking their way through it. Not radio. <laughs> Well, Alex, I mean, there's no think? doubt there's people that are more intuitive yeah, and more open yeah, to things. And, and whether or not that's like, uh, you know, just, you know, your brain's working better, or you pay more attention, or if there is something, some other sense that you have, who well, knows? I, I think people have senses that they don't realize that they have. Well, I, I, I think you also have to, that the key is you have to believe that there is another side that's sending the message. Yeah, you know, if you, you don't know. believe in the other side, then it doesn't, there is nobody that can bring those messages back and forth so it's a de- it's a deeper there's a deeper belief that's needed there than just the simple i believe this medium i believe you right. got to believe there's something coming that's there to get that it isn't just darkness and gone and why wouldn't you believe it because let me put it this way if you believe there is something at then afterlife and all the rest of it how does that hurt you or anybody else because if you're not right, you'll never know it anyway. Well, so what's the difference? It depends on how deep you get into what. Well, you don't want to get nuts. Like with if it, you get true. into the idea that we spend this life to get a better life, you know that some beliefs and some religions yeah, have, yeah. or you believe that it's uh, passing through to another life, like uh, reincarnation, or it's just some stowage place that people go. Yeah. So there's all sorts of stowage. You know, there also. Well, you're in bin number six. We're, we're the, the idea <laughs> of being in a yard with with fifty thousand. Uh, uh, 50,000 pets is kind of the idea that there's this one place everything goes. Yeah, well, and you're so probably reduced beliefs. to a tiny little molecule or something, though, I'm guessing. Well, yeah, generally guess. speaking, they call all religions with an afterlife generally 
consider it to be infinitely large or so large oh. that it would be impossible to fill. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And even fair. like old Shinto, um, the afterlife is basically just a dark cave that you go to and wander for all eternity. So that's fun. Doesn't sound good. But even then, it's the cave is just basically considered to be so incredibly massive that you could never fill it. So, yeah. I mean, even if there are, you know, a lifetime's worth of pets up there, it's not like you're going to be you know, followed around by them, although you probably will. I, w- I always wonder when you get somebody like him th- where he talks about having so much contact with the afterlife, they must have a belief that the afterlife isn't the greatest in the world because they're not wanting to go there real quickly. Yeah. You know, that if you truly thought it was this wonderful, beautiful, you know, amazing place, I think in, you'd have this part of going, I can't wait to get there. Well, I think a lot of people do. A lot of people do, do think that. But most religions also have some stipulations. You know, you're not allowed to kill yourself to mm-hmm. get to heaven or you don't go to heaven, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can't speed run life, basically. It's a pretty fascinating subject, to tell you the truth. Oh, yeah. There's, there's a lot there. A lot of people have spent lots of time spending yeah, yeah. trying to figure it out. There's and no question. So far, we don't know anybody that's come back that's explained it. <laughs> that's know? a good thing, though. Well, Probably a good thing. Matt's book. Yeah. Well, there are people who have basically they've died during surgery or whatever, and then they come back and they're like, I saw the afterlife mm-hmm. and so forth. But whether or not you believe it, it's hard to say. Yeah. It does jibe with what the ancient uh, Egyptians thought. When you die, you go to heaven. Well, you don't go to heaven. You go to an afterlife, right? Uh, which is basically a big field full of monsters that you have to fight your way through to get to heaven. Really? And that is why they buried you with your body parts. Yeah. Because when you die, your eyes go, you know, your brain goes, all those things stop working because they decompose right away. So they would embalm them so they wouldn't decompose. So you can use them. So when you get to the afterlife, what you do is you put them back in, and you're good to go. Yep. Or well, at least get good to battle. Good to, yeah, win. good to fight all the monsters yeah. that are probably just going to end up killing you. But you got a chance at least. I love Catholicism for the very reason Catholics are the only ones that have a bullpen. Oh, with there's uh, either heaven or hell purgatory? or purgatory. They got the bullpen, really? the purgatory. Catholicism's the only one at the holding area. <laughs> I no, think. a bunch of different religions have that yeah. sort of thing. Oh, do they? I thought Catholics were the only one who had purgatory. Like reincarnation, there's different planes that you can get reincarnated oh. into. You can get be, you can become an animal, or you can become a human, or you can become a demon. I want to come back Or as you a can Jude. become a god. Well, so, yeah, there's all sorts of like little you know, realms of being that you can get reincarnated into. There's also that line of thought that you come back to be better so that you can eventually uh, achieve the top. Yeah, you right. Keep, yeah. You keep getting, trying to get better each time. Well, you know, you know what the uh, top through. is in uh, Buddhism, reincarnation? Depends on which, yeah. Most, yep. most sects basically say it is when you stop existing. Yep. That's the ultimate goal. The ultimate oh, goal yes. is nothingness. Yep. Yeah. Which really? so that you've learned everything there is to learn about spirituality. Basically, yeah. You have you've, nirvana. You've, you've attained nirvana and mm-hmm. you just cease to exist. Yep. And that's yeah. for some reason what you want. But most people who believe in reincarnation, uh, they shoot for the realm just below that, which is the realm of the gods. So you oh. can get reincarnated as a god for a thousand years or so. Oh, yeah. But gods are so powerful and they have everything so that they don't feel the need to better themselves so they end up becoming humans again. Sounds like politicians. I mean, it's, 
it's actually kind of poignant. Oh, they're yeah. in it for the money, like politicians. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, not money, but like if you be, if you come back as a god, you have everything. Right. So why would you strive to improve yourself? Right. right. So it's basically just a thousand years of hedonism, and then you're right back to where you started. Mm. Oh. Yeah. I find that stuff to be very, very fascinating. I've never, you know, obviously growing up Catholic and all that stuff, and I, to tell you the truth, I cannot remember a time in my life going all the way back that I ever believed all the things they told me. Well, I don't think well, anyone believes believe everything. everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard yeah. to believe everything. Right. Well, so especially because some of it you can't believe or you can't right. live if you, right. if you, you know, if you're eating <clears throat> shellfish or you're... Yeah, there's you know. a lot of contradictory stuff. And it's like, yeah, it's like, do these laws only apply to the Jews because he told it to the Jews? Or does it not apply because Jesus came back? Did he get rid of the old laws? It's yeah. there's eight billion ways to interpret everything in the Bible. Yeah. Well, I think... The best thing to do is concentrate on the similarities about the goodness, the good like of it. religion and God, instead of all the rules. Because most of the rules are just like man-made stuff. And for, they're very yeah. difficult. Yes. What's like, yeah, does, how much can God really care if I'm wearing mixed fabrics? That's, exactly. That's to be question. honest. Yes. Of, of the level of caring of God, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like, got to be a minor sin at best, mm-hmm. right? My favorite on that uh, cartoon where the players, you know, praising God or thanking God for helping God's got his oh, feet yeah. up and he's watching hockey. He's watching hockey. <laughs> yeah. Jesus does, is does watching God hockey. God really care if you jaywalk? <laughs> yeah. Probably not. Probably not too much. Yeah. But that is so great. He's got his feet up watching the game. He's watching a different game. Yeah, he's watching different sport altogether. He's, he's not even paying attention to whatever. The... Well, football players on his knees praying to Jesus. So, you know, he should have been paying attention to that. I don't know. See, I find this stuff fascinating. I, I, I've never been one to say, oh, religion is BS. Oh, you know, what, what Matt does is BS. We don't know. We don't know for sure if some of the stuff is true and some isn't. Well, that was touching, whether it's true or not. Was that was really touching, touching he and nailed that was it deep. Uh, every time he nailed yeah. it. That's pretty amazing. Well, yeah, of course, you, it's very common for men to have been treated like shit by their father. And that is true, especially in your generation. That's right. But if you assume that there is an afterlife, no matter what it is, pretty much every afterlife, save for the Egyptian one, believes that when you go to the afterlife, you don't go there physically. You go there as a soul spirit or, or soul. spirit, spirit or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, it does follow in pretty much every mythology in human history that your mental illness wouldn't apply anymore. Was that him snoring? Dude, are you tired? Oh, my God. You're a little tired, are you? You know, it would be an interesting study, and maybe somebody has done it, and I just don't know about it. It would be an interesting study to find out how parenting um, styles or effectiveness um, happen after... Like, you know, our parents went through the war. Yeah. You know, so obviously there's like an industrial (laughs) disease with that. Um, During peaceful times, uh, we had Vietnamese, uh, Vietnam, Vietnam War, and all those guys really suffered a lot. Yeah. It seemed like like that might have been the worst psychologically than any war. Probably. Because they were treated so horribly when they got home. They went thinking yeah, that they were doing true. something yeah. that the government wanted, and then they came home to everybody hating their guts and and all that. So that has to be very hard on a person. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, I think that's yeah, because the moral dilemma of war is not something that people just you know jump in lightly to, and then to come home and have everybody spitting on you and calling you a baby killer had to be really, really horrible. So I mean, and there haven't been very many decades 
without a war, without somebody going and fighting somewhere in, in the United States? No, ever since Vietnam, it's probably been the most peaceful in U.S. history. But we still had... We still had conflicts and stuff. We were still sending people overseas, but it wasn't anything like it was the hundred years prior yeah, to that. When, okay, so when we were having children, you didn't have to go to war, but there still was a lot of Vietnam vets mm-hmm. sure, during yeah. that time. Yep. I'm only related to your, one Vietnam vet. Your, so. um, but I'm just saying, it, it still it's a collective thing. It war is. is a collective thing. It hurts, I think it hurts society having to be in war and losing people. So you guys, you had the Afghan... Afghanistan, Desert Storm, Iraq, Grenada. Not huge ones where millions of people were lost or hundreds of thousands of people were lost to war. No, nothing anywhere near as big. And your parenting style is very touchy-feely, you know, (laughs) never yell at anybody type stuff. No, it's not. It is. Slap Ethan upside the head all the time. (laughs) No, but I mean, you, you, you got to grow up in, a, I mean, you had 9-11, which was a collective conscious thing, yeah, conscience definitely. thing, which was very bad. But it just would be interesting. I mean, like Iceland, <clears throat> they haven't been in a war in a zillion Ever? years. Like a thousand years, yeah, probably. Since like the Vikings? Since the yeah. Vikings. Yeah. 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 And I don't think that they've joined up with any cause nope. that I, I know of. Nope. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Did they send sh- soldiers in Maybe nine, they have less 11? mental illness is what I'm yeah. saying. Is maybe know. there's... Well, yeah, I think if anything, it's just if you go to war, you're going to come back messed up no matter what, yeah, to like, a degree. Yeah, mm-hmm. Even people that live in super corrupt yeah. communities with drug lords all over the place, they're not okay. No. Nope. They, no you're never definitely. safe. You're never okay. And that mm-hmm. sort of thing generally takes like two or three generations to dissipate. Right. Because if you're messed up, you're going to raise your kids messed up. Absolutely. But they're going to raise their kids, you know, gonna, they're going to be more aware of like, you know, the bad things about their childhood, so they'll raise their kids a certain way, but there's still going to be an echo of it. Sure. But then after that generation, it's probably, you know, mostly If we we can ever get through, um, you know, 30 years. Three generations without some sort of trauma. Yeah. a long time. We've also developed medication that's helped. I mean, there's been some things that have helped that we didn't have, you know. I mean, your dad, my dad didn't have some of the chances to to say he could have gotten help. What could have helped yeah, you guys got into a mental hospital you and still can't zapped? Do a whole shock lot about. therapy. That was yeah. a big deal. He had shock yeah. therapy like five times. But you're times. right. They might not have been able to do much with schizophrenia. Probably yeah. not. Unfortunately, that know. really hasn't improved. I wonder if they would still call it schizophrenia now, though. If, know. if it, you know, if you'd be de- dealing with different yeah, stuff with it being it? bipolar. It's still schizophrenia. Or, is it? You know? Yeah. Schizophrenia is a different, like, if you, because bipolar, <clears throat> unless. It depends. Sometimes in manic episodes, I think you can kind of like hear things and stuff. But mm-hmm. schizophrenia is you see things that are not there right. consistently. Right. I, and it's still schizophrenia. Like there was just a Dodgers player that just that was released because yep. he had schizophrenia and they just brought him back so he can Ooh. have good. No, just so he can have health. Yeah. Good health care. Good health. Yeah. I but took I took a photo, uh, interestingly enough, today uh, about this um, this ad in 1949. The science was settled, and the inventor of lobotomy <laughs> received the Nobel Prize for medicine in 1949. <clears throat> um, the ad says, "Are you depressed? Do you suffer from anxiety and migraines? 
you may need a lobotomy. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yep. Holy God. Schizophrenia, <laughs> panic disorder, OCD, chronic pain, Rosemary violent outbursts. Andy, you need a lobotomy. Yeah. PTSD, ADD, <laughs> Alzheimer's, unmanageable need... loved ones. <laughs> unmanageable <laughs> loved ones. ones. A lobotomy, yeah. I need a lobotomy. Takes only ADD. 10 minutes. <laughs> okay. I wonder what they did. They used to stick a wire up your nose. I know that. It was an yeah. ice pick. Or an ice pick, yeah. not ice a wire. Yeah. They used to yeah. stick it up your nose well, it and wiggle it around. Nose. No, it was, um, oh, your eye. Yeah. it was through your eye socket. Oh, was it? They oh. oh. press your eye out of the way. Yeah, they can do that. They can scoop it up and move it. Pretty awful. But I mean, the, you know, the science was settled that for all I, of those things, you need, we, we would have all it. been lobotomized <clears throat> anytime with our ADD someone says, and PTSD. Anyone, anytime someone says the science is settled, it's like, no. no, it's no. Never science is never it's settled never about anything. You and I talked about that number of people that used to have fits. You know, where they you'd oh, have a yeah. fit. And, oh, yeah. And, you know, they, they had a fit and they got put in the hospital. A fit? <laughs> you had, like, what these was that? Weird apoplectic yeah. fit, yeah. Oh, yeah. For epilepsy, a... they probably just had epilepsy, which is very <sighs> controllable with medication now. Yeah. Yes. But they'd have these weird depression fits that would be anxiety yeah. or yeah. Oh, really? be, yeah. yeah yeah so well it's probably oh, i suppose it's like a mental breakdown <laughs> we closing it up we done no 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 i just closed no. because i, I, I thought we that's generally the sign are we still are we doing an hour or how long yeah. are we because we've already five done more minutes. i thought oh, we, we had five more minutes yeah okay. no we got at least five more did well, we announce anything yeah. what did yeah. we do at uh, the beginning we did yeah we announced everything we're just going to turn it to a five day a week show and take that extra time that we were going hour and 15 hour and 20 minutes and put it all on Fridays so it'll be the same amount of time on the air but it'll be over a five-day period and it'll start at 10 15 and starts are going to start at 10 15 so people like Tevin and for an hour Gail fan do not have to hang out for an hour somewhere and then come back and do the show and it'll be much better for everybody and mom and I'll still just be on Monday through Wednesday whatever you need to do is good for you it is good for me well there you have it ladies and gentlemen what are you smiling about, though? Another show in the books? Nothing. She is, too. Can't what do I you smile? Got, what Jesus. Do you, what do you got going on? How dare you? She's happy you found the truth, that that he told you the truth, and you know what your dad had to say. That's finally yeah, what so it now was. Now whenever you're moody, now I'll just gonna, go, get over it! Now she's going to watch you turn <laughs> into a just yeah. a moody. You're, it's gonna, this okay. gonna, you don't you're have gonna the crazy to dad it. excuse anymore. Andy's going to clip it. You're going to listen to it a couple of times and, yep. and let it. it soak in and get it to the heart. I Wait a minute. A how do idea. I not still have my dad as an excuse? I don't know. Because he said sorry. Like. You're good. Oh, so that's yeah, a, that's it. all I've ever needed. Yep. So after 70 closure, years, honey. finally. Closure, finally. He didn't just closure. say sorry. He said you've done the things he wished he could have done. Yeah. And he you thanks you for up. taking care of your mom and your family. Yeah. And he's sorry you didn't have a childhood. So accept that. Oh, I just did. Oh, that's it. All I asked was, "Hey, sorry." Right. Yeah. Talk no. to your therapist about it. Well, what do you want him to do? Come back to life. Appears <laughs> oh, before yes. me. Oh wow. Okay. Wow. We'll never be satisfied. Is what? Oh, that's a lot. Andy Speaking should clip it. And he should re-listen to it. <laughs> so it'll all work out in the end. Make it your ringtone. Okay. Won't be any problem ego. with that. No, I, I tell you what. It's it's. There was a lot of that stuff back in my in. in the days when my father went through that, there were a lot of people going through that because of the World bodies. War II. Oh, going through yeah. that. Yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. A lot of, drove a lot of people off the deep end. There's no mm. doubt about that. Uh -huh. Plus, his parents were a-holes, so. 
Yeah. I mean, that's Otherwise, the, other thing. the Kennedys had those two women. Yeah. I thought it was only one. It was only two. Rosemary. Oh, there was another one? There was another one. There was another cousin. Was an unmanageable family member. Yeah. Just yep. give them a lobotomy. Just give them yeah. a lobotomy. That was I dad. think one of them died after her like third lobotomy. Oh, really? Yeah. They, yeah. I think you're right about You can that. redo yeah. a lobotomy? Yeah, she had well, like three of them, I think. You could think. do a 10-minute yeah. lobotomy. Sure. She yeah, Because she kept on being used to be jiffy unmanageable, <laughs> and then she would just go in for another, like scoop some more out. Well, I know about Rosemary. Yeah, yeah. there's Rosemary. another one. That's a famous well, one. Well, Eunice was. I didn't know that there was, was another it, one. Did Eunice was have it, too? One. Yeah. See, you kind of wonder what happens with family. That's karma. That is karma. Oh, wait, no. I am thinking about Queen Elizabeth's. Yeah, oh, okay. Are. I was going to say, I'm two. pretty sure. There were two. There was only one. In the yeah, well, was, some no, of the, I'm thinking about Queen Elizabeth. Some of the English stuff is because of, of who married who. Yeah, yes. that's true. They had cousins pretty well, close. Yes. So. Gross. Or no syphilis brain. About it. That doesn't help either. Syphilis no, brain probably help. wouldn't help. That's nope. Not syphilis good. brain, yep. Not good. Yep. Definitely. All right, so what else you got, Andy? I have nothing. We got one minute left. Anybody want to say anything? I, uh, Fawn's dance that? studio oh. won top um, studio at the dance competition. Did it really? Well. Excellent. Her, Fonny won her, her, yeah, her duet won their division, and um, their tap dance won the High Spirit Award. So it was like you look like you had the most fun on stage, and oh, it was just like cool. a good group. And so they got this big trophy, and they get to go to a dance convention in October for free. Wow. <laughs> so that boy that dances with Fawny. Leo, yeah. Because that's not the same buddy of hers, is it? Zachary, no. Zachary doesn't. Zachary, that's what Zachary's I was thinking of. Yeah. School. Zachary's yeah. her school husband. No. Her school husband. Wow. Okay. No, she. Her kindergarten teacher was like, "It's hilarious because Zachary kind of, he's, doesn't pay attention. He fidgets and stuff like that." And she was like, "Vaughn can just look at him across the room and he will stop." Cool. <laughs> really? I wish I'm that like, worked for me. I'm like, that's her school. It's her school husband. <laughs> really? That's how it works. That's can pretty Fawn cool, actually. I'm gonna have to study Fawn's look. Yep. Fawny's look. Unbelievable. All right. Well, that's going to do it. Like I said, from now on, starting next Monday, but not not the rest of this week. Starting Mm -hmm. next Monday, the show will be on from 10.15 to 11.15 every day, but this show will also be on five days a week instead of four. I've already got confirmation from, I think, everyone that I talked to. Thank you. So we're good to go. Thank you. Fantastic. All right. We'll talk to you later with the family. (laughs) 